You're listening to The Lively Show, episode 338. Welcome to The Lively Show. I'm your host, Jess Lively, and this podcast is designed to uplift, inspire, and add a little extra presence to your everyday. Welcome to the show, my friends. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. Today's episode is brought to you by FreshBooks. FreshBooks is bookkeeping software for business owners and creatives and small business people that want to love their bookkeeping as much as they do everything else that they do for their way of contributing in this society. So if you have your own business and you are not loving your bookkeeping software and you've heard me talk about it before, but you haven't tried it yet, please go consider trying it. Check in with your intuition. See if it feels like a fit. You can give it a try for 30 days for free by heading over to freshbooks.com lively so you can just see if you like it as much as I do and the rest of the IVFT grads and anyone else who's been sharing on Instagram saying, hey Jess, thank you so much for recommending it. The company through and through, top to bottom, inside and out is something I truly love and support. And honestly, it is one of the most aligning things from every person I've ever worked with, whether I have a question, and I actually have a technical thing that I want to call about, or if I actually work with the team here through the podcast, you name it, the way they've designed the program also, it's just so aligning. So if you want to feel that aligned around something like expenses and tracking and having an app so you can have it on your phone, having your team be able to have their own logins with restricted access as well, your bookkeeper, your accountant, you name it, many companies all in one thing, you can do that all through FreshBooks. So like I said, freshbooks.com slash lively will give you a free 30-day trial to check it out yourself. All right, guys, this is an interesting time. It took a few months of this pandemic for me to really get super, super deep and quiet and go inside within, but it has happened. (laughs) And It's a day-to-day experience, and today's episode, as I've learned to, like I said last week, kind of go into myself rather than out into the world for fulfillment and new, deeper levels of awareness in my life experience, there was a very interesting thing that occurred. During our IVFT, Inner Voice Facilitator Training Program, we just did the beta group of 30 people. One of them was Hannah Nichols at hannahdancing.net. Hannah Nichols is awesome. She is one of the early IVFT grads. She is a student teacher for the first live round, the big fuller round that we're going to do in the next few months whenever that happens. We'll let you know when it does occur. But this training during this beta group, they had to do free practice sessions with people and her intuition asked to do me. So I did my first inner voice session myself as the recipient of something like this. And I, as we got into our conversation before doing this session, through our conversation, I realized the beauty of doing it with Hannah. Hannah's also an RTT therapist, Rapid Transformational Therapy. You've heard a lot about RTT here on the show because we've had Marissa Peer, the founder of RTT on the show, and also... I just have a foundation, which you may be aware of, the Lively Community Foundation, where we give grants to people to get RTT training because we want, in exchange for the grant, where we give them, because our company donates 10% of our revenue to the foundation, the foundation then gives that money through primarily just through RTT grants for a therapist to get their training in exchange for doing therapy sessions, RTT hypnotherapy sessions for people that have had trauma. 
by the way, on that note, I haven't said it in a little while. So if you're someone that's had sexual abuse, physical abuse, or have had as a first responder or someone that died of COVID or you've had COVID, you can go apply for free RTT hypnotherapy through these sessions that these therapists that receive the grants are doing. Also, we also have other RTT therapists that wanna volunteer their time and efforts through the foundation as well. So there's also some people that just choose to do it as a way of giving back. So this is our way of giving back. And Hannah happened to have that background. She's already paid and done her own training as an RTT therapist, then wanted to her intuition letter to IVFT. So she did a little merging session with me. So basically we kind of got myself regressed, if you will, and used the kind of a hybrid. She kind of like mashed them together in her own sense, which actually was a nice thing for me personally, just because I personally would be more in teacher mode if I was in a straight IVFT session, since I've done over 130, 150 of these at this point myself. So it was a gift to be able to kind of step out of my lane a little bit and just relax even more into kind of the hybrid version of this. So what you're going to hear this episode is a piece of our session together. So as I was in the deep eye, there was this unique experience that happened days leading up to the session where the realization within myself that I am the inner voice as well as the mind part of Jess (laughs) was becoming more and more apparent and clear to me in the physical form. So before the days leading up to this session, I felt and perceived a bigger difference between who I thought of myself as Jess, the human in the mind, that character felt there was a bigger difference between the Jess character that was thinking, talking, and running around on the planet all the time, listening to her inner voice. I didn't have as much connection or identification with the inner voice version of me. So the answers that I would receive about what to wear each day for like the last few months or like all the different inner voice answers I've ever received before, those are also me. They're just the wiser part of me. It's not a collective. It's not a group entity in the sense that it's a group of other soul beings coming through or like an ascended master coming through me. It is just me talking to me, but it's the me that's beyond the mind character of Jess Lively. So that shift was happening right before this session. So in this experience that you're gonna hear me share, it was unique because it wasn't like when I would do inner voice sessions for clients or when I would do them with my own self throughout the day all the time the last 10 years, I would hear the answers and the words to say. Even when I do bibbidi-bobbidi-boo voice here on the show and I've done little channelings like that, The mind receives the frequency and then says the words out loud. In this session, what you're going to hear is a piece of that conversation, like I said, but it's actually the wise part of me speaking through me, and I didn't know what I would say. Like, I had never had the thought or ever perceived or conceived of the shoe foot analogy you're about to hear, but the minute we were in that experience, it was clear that that was what was to be said. So I was saying it and the words didn't come a minute before or a moment after. They came right on time as I was speaking, but it wasn't like the mind was receiving those words. It was just me being the inner voice part of me. So that was amazing. And since then, I've been kind of equilibriumly trying to like balance out, not trying, of course the mind would say trying, (laughs) but just trying to live 
my life in whatever comes next after that stage. And I can tell you the mind has definitely come back in, but also kind of gone out. So I've been spending a lot of time alone, some days not even leaving my little guest house, bungalow, Hawaii nest, um, and some days going on long walks, but mostly spending most of my time with myself right now and just figuring out, and I'm figuring out, well, of course the mind is trying to figure out, but I don't really know what's happening. I'm just kind of going with it, but it's been a very interesting experience and it's not been the experience so far where this perspective, this level of awareness that you're about to hear me in is how I'm living every day, but that's becoming more and more receivable to the mind, I guess you could say. So either way, this is a long chat, just basically saying, this is a really cool thing that just happened. (laughs) Take a listen and see if you enjoy this analogy. I found my mind even going back to this and reminding myself, I'm looking for my foot, I'm looking for my foot. The shoe is looking for its foot. So you'll know what I mean when we get into this, but I hope you enjoy it. And also I think we're gonna spend some more time with Hannah in this kind of combo where I, kind of get out of my head version, the mind version of Jess, and see what comes through and see what Hannah's questions for me may be. And we'll play with that potentially. So kind of like the Annie-Jess combo where we have the collective channel by Annie Francoeur on some of these episodes, and then I ask the questions as the human Jess. Now we're gonna kind of potentially play with Hannah playing the human mind asking questions to the inner voice wisdom part of Jess. So we'll see how this goes and we'll see how it flows. But either way, let's go to the show. Heaviness needs duality to exist. In unity, all things are one and have no weight. What about shape? No form either. They're just blobs? Blob is a shape too. Mm. Stillness doesn't have a shape. And it doesn't have a boundary either. Stillness is just isness. Mm-hmm. That's the ultimate reality. But it needed shapes and matter and form and variation to know what stillness is. Because stillness is not those things. Mm. So the variation and the vibration show you what you're not. And they're fun too. They're fun to experience those things. They're not here to be hard. They're here to be variety. Mm -hmm. But the you that you are is still and deep in peace. To come back to that after jumping in the pool, it's just simply more fun. Right. To drown in the pool of blood and the fighting and all that stuff's not required. Just to dance and jump in the pool. (laughs) To go from the air to the water to the ground and to see all those things and see yourself upside down and all that stuff is variation. Vibration and variation. The stillness of the internal peace is not those things. So to know that you contain all of that within the stillness, that's this experience. But it's not for any other use. Ultimately, you come back to yourself. Come back to the stillness. 
but now you're aware of what you are not. So now you know what you are. Duality can show you that. Mm. It's like a mirror. If you'd never had a mirror, you would never think you know you what in form. You would never think you knew what you look like. Mm-hmm. But when you look in a mirror, you go, oh, that's what I look like. Mm-hmm. You come into reality to see yourself in the mirror. Oh, that's what I look like. Because you were just, you just were before. You didn't know what you looked like. Yeah. But what you end up finding is that what you look like gets confusing to the body because the body looks in the mirror and sees a body and so it thinks it's a body. It's not. It's the stillness in the body that you are. Mm-hmm. But God, does it take a long time and a lot of lifetimes to figure that out? <laughs> yeah. The blob that she was in the beginning is ultimately now still here t- presently too. It's just gone through more experiences. Yeah. Are the experiences necessary? Not required. Optional. Mm. Are there beings that haven't gone through them? Yeah, many that haven't come yet. Mm. May not choose to. They don't have to come to this one. Mm-hmm. It's like a drop in the ocean. Mm-hmm. Just a place to be, not the only one. Are there any beings that never come into any duality experience? They're in that right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. They don't have to come. It's optional. Mm. they also don't have to stay that's optional too they leave all the time look at them leaving Mm. yeah lots right now they're totally fine Mm -hmm. they're just feeling like Jess is right now without a body she's just, just doing it in the body you can do it while you breathe or while you don't it doesn't matter Mm. the body is not essential to the blob the blob is however essential to the body yeah there's no such thing as a body without a blob well the body exists just saw a bird on the road the other day it was a dead blob uh, not a blob dead body just a body of a bird not a dead human just a dead bird mm-hmm. and she saw it just like a, like a shoe without a foot in it mm-hmm Nothing wrong to see a shoe on the ground mm-hmm. without a foot in it. We don't look at that as death. We just see that as a shoe that's not being used right now. Mm-hmm. She saw the bird as not being used right now. Mm-hmm. Not a dead bird, just a bird that's not being used by, she would call it consciousness right now. Mm-hmm. You could call it a blob, doesn't matter. Yeah. It's just not being used right now. Bodies get used for a while and then discarded. Why do you want to have the same thing all the time? That would be boring. Yeah. Different bodies have different uses, mm. different strengths and understandings. Jess's mind has been so programmed to being a pretty body, mm-hmm. which is fine. That's what she's got right now. But to have a big body, for example, mm-hmm. to be strong, that's a different experience. To be big and strong is a different experience of body. That's all. There's nothing wrong to have a big body or a strong body or a small body, a weak body. They're just shoes. Why would you wear the same shoes all the damn time? Sometimes you want to wear a high heel. Sometimes you want to wear a soccer shoe. They're just shoes. 
you change your shoes, you change your bodies, none of it's required. It's all just optional. You can also just go barefoot. <laughs> yeah, that's what she's doing right now. This is barefoot. Stillness is barefoot. Mm, yeah. So that dinosaur that ate her a long, long time ago is putting on her first pair of shoes. She got scared. Now she's learning to be the foot in a shoe. Yeah. To be the foot in a shoe. You can choose that or you can die and just take the shoe off. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But you got to realize what you're not to know what you are. The ones that haven't taken form yet aren't as clear about that fact, but it doesn't matter. It's not essential. It's just optional. Because we can all be everything and nothing. We're all just experiencing experience. You get to choose which experience you want. When the minds get in control in the human form, though, it gets quite complicated. Yeah. Heady. Where did the fear come from in the blob? It didn't understand what it wasn't yet. Mm. So that was confusing. That became scary. Or unfamiliar could be another way of calling it scary. Minds view unfamiliar as scary. Mm -hmm. It's just unfamiliar. It did it. It lost its sense of barefootness when it went into the first shoe. And then it just thought it was just a shoe, just a shoe, just a shoe, just a shoe, a bunch of times. And now she's learning to be the foot in a shoe. Mm -hmm. But you like it, like, like said, just no, you don't have to be in the shoe. You can just die to the shoe, let the shoe go away, take it off and just be the foot. It doesn't, have to be on the planet walking around and yes there are beings that walk around barefoot they just don't have bodies they're just in the, the beingness that's fine as well mm. people can't see them with their eyeballs but they're there walking around barefoot ghosts are like that as well just walking barefoot but those ones are scared what's a and ghost Bodies without redemption. What's redemption to you? Fearful release. They haven't released their fear yet. Mm. So the body is gone, but they haven't released the fear. Yeah, they're trapped in that. Still in the shoe without a shoe. <laughs> is there any such thing as a dark or evil? Fearful. That's it. That's the Fear, fearful matter. Mm -hmm. Is that stuck the same as a ghost? Stuck in a, stuck in a level of duality. Mm -hmm. Unaware of what they are. Trying to control one another. Mm -hmm. But they can always come to the, they can always see the realization. There's the realization word. <laughs> They'll get there at some point and sometime that they choose it. They mm. don't want it right now. Mm. They're having fun in the other one. Okay. The other one doesn't matter. That's the thing. That's like saying 
black shoes are scary. Yeah. It's all just shoes, just video games, just movies. Sometimes people go to scary movies to be yeah. scared. Other people don't like scary movies. So they don't go. Don't go to a scary movie if you don't want to go. Yeah. But if you like scary movies, have fun with them until you're done with them. Yeah. Halloween is not an evil thing. Yeah. It's just an experience if you want to have it. Don't jump out of a plane with a parachute if you don't want to. You don't have to do anything. Yeah. But don't rule it out for the others that want to go to haunted houses. Hmm, yeah. Don't push people out of planes that don't want to go out of planes. Don't make people eat corn if they don't want to eat corn. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's just an experience. It's just a vibration. It's just a shoe. Put on the shoe you want. Take the shoes off you don't. You're the foot inside it all. The shoes are just experiences. No one puts on a TV show and defines himself by it. They just watch it and discard it. They add it to the catalog of experience, but they're not defined by it. That's all your lifetimes, just different TV shows you've watched, different series. Some are funny, some are sad, some are scary, some are mad, some are all the things above, some are all the things below. All of them are just here to show you what you truly are without them. You're truly just the watcher of the TV show. When you watch the show, you're not actually the bodies in the video, but you're watching mm -hmm. the screen and you're watching the bodies inside. Mm -hmm. That's a more accurate way of thinking about your life. You're just watching your character play itself. Yeah. But at the same time, you feel the vibrations and the strings dancing on the dial of that radio. You're really just the watcher playing a game called life. Still within the movement, vibration within the song. You're always safe, it never matters. That's why they say it's all well, because you're always safe, you're always still. No matter what vibrations till. You're always you all day long. But the you you know yourself to be is not the one you simply see. It's the deepness you truly are. You're really just the stillness. You're just the awareness of all that other stuff. And it's so confusing to the minds. They think they are their thoughts. They're not. They're the ones watching the thoughts cross the mind. Mm -hmm. The mind is more like a ticker tape. All those crazy news shows now show you so many moving pieces and parts. That's the mind. It's just the screen with all that shit on top. Mm -hmm. It's just flashing and flashing and flashing and flashing. When do you ever notice that you're watching the flashing knot? You're not actually the pixels on the screen of the text that's going across it. You're watching the text across it, but you're not the text. You're not the words. You're not the messages. You are watching them. That's what you are. You're just the watcher of the tape or the text across the screen. You're just there watching it. You're not even mean. 
any of the things you think you are being at that time, you're not being them. You're the being watching the mind be them. The mind can be happy. The mind can be sad. The mind can be mean. The mind can be glad. The mind can be all that stuff. That's the character playing the game, being the character all the same. But you are just watching that part. You're just watching her, watching her, watching her, watching her. Up and down, up and down, up and down. All the emotions, all the actions, all the activities outside. The mind thinks she needs to go and complete herself outside herself. She needs to go get all the things all around her in the planet. She needs to run around, around, around and get it all. But really, she's just, she knows she's not complete. She does know that. The mind knows it's not complete. That's a good thing. But the thing it mixes up is it thinks that it needs to go outside itself to find complete. And it's really trying to find the foot outside the shoe. It's trying to find where's my foot, where's my foot, where's my foot, where am I going to feel whole? Because the wholeness is a foot in a shoe. Mm -hmm. And really the wholeness is just a foot, but it can wear a shoe if it wants to. When the shoe thinks it's just a shoe without a foot, it's trying to find money to be the foot. It's trying to find a partner to be the foot. It's trying to find the body to be the foot and the adulation to be the foot or the reward to be a foot, the accomplishment to be the foot. It's trying to feel the wholeness of what it feels like to be in a body with a foot in the side. It wants to find the foot inside. Where's the foot? Where's the foot? Where's the foot? I got to go find it. I got to go find it. I got to go find it. That's all the humans right now. They're just trying to find their foot. They're trying to find their foot. Where's the foot? Where's the foot? Where? I can't find the foot. My foot is missing. It's gone. I'm incomplete. I'm incomplete. I'm incomplete. I'm a shoe without a foot. If only I had that foot, then I'd be complete. It doesn't realize that it's only alive because it has a foot inside. If it didn't have a foot, it wouldn't be alive. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be alive without a foot. It'd be the dead bird on the road that just saw if it didn't have a foot. Mm-hmm. It has a foot. It has a foot. My God, it has a foot. Does it not need to realize it has a foot? It doesn't need to worry about the other shoes either. They have feet too, or they're not alive. And the feet can go in and out of shoes. Who cares? They slip on and off, slip in and out. But they're looking for their foot outside themselves. The foot is in you or you wouldn't be alive. If you didn't have a foot, you wouldn't be alive. If you were not already complete, you would not be alive. You would not be alive if you were already complete. Can you please feel that in the body? You would not be alive if you didn't have aliveness in you. You wouldn't be alive without the aliveness in you. You have a foot. You have a foot. You wouldn't be here in the shoe you are, you think you are, without the foot. The foot has to be here for the shoe to be alive. So when they stop looking outside themselves and close their eyes and get still. By the way, the foot is the breathing. That's why they always say when the inner voices say, what are you, how do they get to here? They breathe. Because the breathing is what keeps the foot, the shoe alive. Yeah. The shoe's only alive because the breathing's happening. That part of you that's being and seeing, well, not seeing in the mental sense, the part that's ising you, that's being you, isn't the mind, isn't the character, isn't the thing that 
is seeking all that stuff. That E isness of you is the foot being alive. The aliveness that's you has been, it never dies. The aliveness never dies. That's why those ghosts are just used without, with, with fear. They're still easing. They still have a shoe. Or sorry, they still have a foot. Their foot is locked in the fear from the shoe that, it, that died in that sense. It's like if you put on a shoe for a really long time that was too small for you and hurt a lot, and then you finally took the shoe off. Heels, girls know this with heels. Take the heels off and they're like, oh. But imagine you still feel the pain of where the shoe was. That's the ghosts. Mm-hmm. They're in like the pain they, of where the shoe is pinching too tight. Mm-hmm. They didn't fully release from the shoe feeling. So they still feel like they have the shoe and it's painful. But most people, when they don't do the ghosty thing, they just take off the shoe and they slip out and they feel comfortable. They feel more free. It's more free not to wear a shoe. <laughs> it's like taking off your bra. Yeah, that's the same feeling. <laughs> That's when you take off the body. That's the feeling the feeling has. The feeling of that you are, the essence of you, has that feeling of taking off the bra, taking off the shoe, taking off the clothing the collective called it the clothing to just a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. So taking off the clothes. It's like being naked. Yeah. But you don't feel air on the skin and you don't mm-hmm. feel skin. But everybody's looking outside themselves, running around the planet, trying to find their foot. They think their shoes. Because they can see their shoes. They can look in the mirror and see the shoe they're wearing. She's got brown hair, blue eyes, or she's got blonde hair, brown eyes, or she's called fat or called tall or called small, whatever. They're looking for their foot outside themselves. Mm -hmm. But they don't realize that they couldn't even look through their body if they didn't already have their essence inside. The completeness they're looking for is in themselves. But the mind doesn't realize that for a really long time. So it keeps looking and keeps completing and keeps speaking. That's okay. It doesn't matter. It's like watching a TV show for a really long time. Do you care if it's one show for one episode or 13 or 13 seasons? It doesn't matter. If you like the show, it really doesn't matter. It's enjoyable to have the show. Mm-hmm. But the seeking continues mm-hmm. until you're ready to be done. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Is there anything else that you want to tell Jess or anyone in her voice? That was one of the coolest, like, rants or rampages of isness I've ever heard. <laughs> it's fun to do it. It's fun to feel my footness while talking. Yeah. She can be a human and the, the am, the I am, the is. Yeah, I can all be combined. It doesn't have to be just the mind versus inner voice. Jess has played that a long time. Yeah. The character, the shoe played. Well, I heard this from my foot. I heard this <laughs> from my foot. I've heard this from my foot. This is what my foot said. This is what my foot says. This is what my foot says. She played the shoe so long until now. The other day, that's why we brought up that scene for her in the bathroom. We warned her. We told her we were coming in. We told her we were coming in. We told her. We warned her for weeks at a time. We said, we're coming, we're coming. It's coming, coming soon. We warned her. Then we told her it happened, and she didn't feel any different, really. So she was pretty confused, but she's sensing it now. Mm. She doesn't have to define herself as the shoe anymore. She can be the foot. 
now she knows she is. But what she hasn't had the experience of until now, thank you very much, is the experience of talking as the foot. She's just had the experience of no mind. So she's just being the foot, but the foot hasn't been talking. Because when she's the foot, she doesn't have to talk to herself. The shoe talks to the foot. Mm-hmm. The shoe talks to the foot. And this is very good for people. They need to talk to – it's better for the shoe to talk to the foot than to talk to other shoes. So, yes, talk to your foot. Talk to your foot. Talk to your foot. <laughs> talk to your foot. Talk to your foot. Talk to your foot. But eventually you're going to realize you're the foot. You're the foot. You're the foot. And the foot, 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 foot is going to come through, 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 through the shoe. It's like wearing through, like wearing a hole in the shoe. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then it's just you're feeling the ground too as the foot and the shoe. But what Jess has experienced in the last few days is that when you're just being the foot and you're watching the shoe, you're just watching the TV show of the shoe, the shoe doesn't get the airtime in awareness. So there's less talking mm-hmm. because the shoe doesn't need to talk to the foot when you're just being the foot. So you're just being the foot. The shoe, like I, like, like I said, like wants to find and complete itself, right? But when you're in the completeness that you are, you don't have to talk. The duality of the shoe is what's seeking its counterpart. But your foot is not in duality. It is in totality. So it doesn't have to talk to itself. This is what Eckhart says when he talks about the insane people the humans think that the insane people are the ones that talk out loud and mutter to themselves. But he said, everybody's doing it inside their heads instead. That's the shoe talking to the shoe, trying mm-hmm. to talk. And hey, it's a lot better to talk to the foot than the shoe in the shoe. So that's good. Step yeah. one, talk to your foot. Mm-hmm. Step two, be the foot. Just be the foot. But then you don't talk so much anymore. You're just being foot, 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 foot. Being, 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 being. Watching the shoe. And the shoe still talks to other shoes and still walks on the ground and does stuff. But it doesn't talk to the foot anymore if you're being the foot. The foot doesn't talk to the shoe unless the shoe asks. So -hmm. if you're just being the foot, you'll just be in the body and you'll run around in your life and you'll do things. But you don't have any strife. You can watch the shoe struggle with the pavement or struggle with the terrain that it's walking on. Sure, you can watch it, but you're not attached to the stories crossing the ticker tape on that TV screen of the mind. You just watch the mind say what it thinks, but you're not attached to the phrases and the things on the screen. You're not obsessed by the news of the mind. But Jess is having the experience now of being in the foot, talking, because now she has someone to talk to. It's called you. You in the shoe. (laughs) Yeah. Whoever's listening, that's... That's fun to, to know that she can do that and that she doesn't have to hear the words because step one of the, the shoeness is to hear the words from the foot. So the shoe hears the words from the foot and then the shoe says them out loud. It says, I hear this. She's done that for a long time and she's learned to channel too. That's cool too. Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. It's pretty cool. But she can just talk from this space of stillness and it's beautiful. And it's natural, and it doesn't need the shoe to get involved. The shoe's just on the sidelines right now. She can just talk as a foot. And later she'll talk as the shoe, too. 
But now in the shoe talks, the awareness of the foot's there. The foot's there and more and more time she'll just talk as the foot instead of the shoe. But it's okay when she forgets and falls into the shoe. Everybody will be learning how to do this too. Thank you very much. Do you feel complete in her voice, in her foot? <laughs> in her foot, in her foot is very good. Thank you very much. And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. And if you know anyone that might enjoy this, feel free to share it with them. And if you want to see what I'm up to on Instagram, you can find me at Jesse as in Cookie Lively. Until next time, may something wonderful happen to you today. <laughs>